Welcome to an American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we're talking about C.O. Kancharapalam, about four love stories in the small village Kancharapalam. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the first in our indie movie series. And it's one of my favorite. It's Telugu. And actually, a lot of these are South Indian, I think, that's on our list this time. Yeah, they are. And it's one of those movies that's like a delightful insight into like life in a small town in India. It stars a lot of non-actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, a shocking amount of non-actors, I know, actually. Which really probably adds a lot to the authenticity of the feel of it. It really, really did. It really felt like it was set there. They're from the neighborhood. I mean, the, the non-actors are from the neighborhood where it's set. And yeah. that's where they shot it. So you feel like you're just glimpsing into the lives of these ordinary Indians. Yeah, absolutely. And it is for love stories, as we said, and for ordinary love stories. Yeah. These are just, these are the types of stories that you could believe could happen to anyone. When it has a crush on a girl at school. A both guy. too young to, you exactly. know, do anything. But Yeah, exactly. A guy in his early 20s who yeah. um, has a romance with, a college student, but he's a Christian and she's a Hindu. And also he like works for the local, the local politician slash gangster. I'm never yeah. super clear on those. He sure seemed to have a foot in both. Yeah. A man that works at an alcohol shop who's in love with the woman who comes to buy alcohol every day. Mm-hmm. who He's never she, talked to before. No. And she uh, covers her. She wears a, a headscarf and face wrap. She sure seems to be Muslim. And then a an office worker who's fifty, yeah, and um, a new office manager. Yeah, a new office employee who's higher yeah. ranked than he is. Yeah, he's like a he's more like a janitor kind of like he's definitely very low. Le- I mean, not really a janitor, but he's, he's not low level. Oh yeah, to the point that you know. But he's the one that will get the tea. He's the one that will fetch the things. He'll exactly. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, "Well, why are you sitting over there? Sit at this table." And the three managers are like, "Well, n- no, he, yeah, he he doesn't sit here. He sits over there." Mm-hmm. And he she's like, "Oh, I hate this classism. Come sit over here." Yeah, and, and they all want to impress her and make her happy. So, yeah, and she's also middle aged <laughs> and widowed. Mm-hmm. So with a teenage daughter, yes. Oh, I guess she's in college, isn't she? Yeah, I think so. For, like, you know, setups for ordinary love stories. And they're all kind of intercut with each other. Also, if you haven't seen this movie yet, the one thing that might not be super clear at the beginning is the man who makes idols mm-hmm. for the temples, he's the father of the youngest boy Character in the love story. That, that has a yeah. love story, yeah. Because he kind of pops up with no context around him. You're like, is this a fifth story? I like, know, right? Who does he fall in love well, with? Well, because I was like, also, but, he, but then he's already married. And right. Like, yeah. Yeah, and his goal is to make an idol, like, on his own to prove the boss that wasn't treating him very well, that he can do it on his own. Which I also makes, love like, that character. He's I got know. a stutter. Me too. But I love him and his wife. I know. And he does make the best idols around. Yes. To the point that people will patronize whatever place he is working at over the other places. And also all of these stories deal with some 
cultural aspect, whether it's caste, religion, like social customs, or like, Mm -hmm. so the two children, the girl wants to sing songs that her father doesn't want her to sing. I mean, that's... And she also definitely seems to be higher up in class. Definitely than the boy, but also than maybe a lot of the other kids. Well, and we do find out that her her father's a government worker mm-hmm. and does well enough to be able to afford, you know, a good life for her. Yeah. And his father is a craftsman, so that would seem to be a caste difference. Yeah. And then the two that are around college age, he's a Christian and she's a Hindu. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also, like living a traditional life. Like, she's going to college. Exactly. Whereas he's beating up people that the local politician says to beat up. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. And then the man selling alcohol with the Muslim deals with religious issues, but also, like, societal norms. It's a bit of a spoiler to talk too much about it. Yeah. And then the two older people, the fact that she's widowed and wants to get remarried is quite shocking. Especially in a small village. It's not like she needs the help raising her kid, you know? Like, her kid is already raised. And living with her brother. Yeah. So that's, like, the only reason that you would really... Society would be like, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she doesn't need that, so... And she's this also, is just for you? Get out of right. here. And she's doing better financially than him. Yeah. And the fact that they're both middle-aged, I think, means, you know, like, why do you want to get married at all? And... Yeah. And also, like, she's been widowed since her kid was really young. So she's been a widow for a long time. So all of those things kind of combine to be um, shocking. (laughs) Although I do really like their romance a lot. Their romance is so sweet. And I love love that guy. Yeah. He's just so, like, he's so matter-of-fact. He loves kids. He's never had any because he's never been married. But he'll, you know, go watch the soccer game or you know all this volleyball mm-hmm. um he's just part of a neighborhood yeah it's well, there's really, whole life it's really nice and he, he has such a good attitude yes even though you know he's not married he obviously wanted kids but like never had any and he's like pretty low down at his office but like he's he just has such a great yeah. attitude all he the has time. his friends yeah, he d- he really does have a great. I mean, even when that woman is spending like asking to spend so much time with him, like she's clearly coming on to him with like maybe I should try jogging, and then she's like jogging in the same park as him, right? And, and he's like, yeah, you should. It's really good for you. <laughs> yeah, but his humility and just being like, oh well, she wouldn't be interested in me. And I she's know. Just, so he's just friendly to her because yeah. that's what he thinks she wants. You know, that is the only romance that's not instigated by the man. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because the other three managers there are, like, all trying to impress her, even though they're all married. Right. They just want to impress a woman, I exactly. guess. <laughs> yeah. Seems, as a woman, that seems weird to me. But, seems you know. weird. So because this is an indie movie, there's not any singing and dancing. There's a song mm-hmm. at the beginning, which I think is interesting. It's, you know, what is the meaning of life, basically. Basically, what is this life all about? Song. Oh, it is a depressing song. But it is an I interesting like, choice. Maybe to this open got the movie. translated weirdly. Also, <laughs> like whoever translated this, there's no uh, lyricism to it. It's all just like insanely depressing, clonking down on you. <laughs> so, yeah, an interesting choice though to to begin it. But this movie 
one of the things I really love about it is it is directed so confidently. Yeah, So it it's, yeah, so it's, you know, your typical, like, two and a half hour movie. But the pace that it moves along at, there weren't really periods where I was like, oh, my gosh, like, can we move along? Like, this this could be cut out. This is an unnecessary plot line. Why is this scene in it here? It never dragged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was engaged the whole time with all of the plot lines. I really enjoyed the acting so much. And then when I found out they weren't, like professional actors that was even more charming and it, no. I kind of feel like that may have helped them some because mm-hmm. uh, you know some Indian acting can be a little overwrought yeah and this some of it some of it was even a little flat like the woman who the middle aged woman I feel like she was very understated in her she was understated yeah. for sure but that also made it feel a lot more real yeah and, and she totally felt like, I felt like she, I could know that she felt who that woman was. And she yeah. does not bounce off, like, she's not electric on the screen. Mm-mm. But as a result, every time she started saying stuff, I was like, I feel like I've met you. I know. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, and it also made it even more poignant that, like, she wanted to get married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's just a real person. She's just looking for her life and her happiness. Yeah, she just wants companionship. And why it, it it's just like all the more reason for like why shouldn't she have that right because she does you know they both kind of say like why do you get married at this age well you get married for companionship exactly and they they weren't that old they weren't like in oh their i 50s. know they're acting like we'll just wait a few years and you'll be dead i know so what's the point yeah they they still have plenty of their life ahead I know. of them you could live 40 more years and like watching her jog in a sorry was hilarious. I, I mean, it totally makes sense. Was, what like, else are you going to wear? She walking but... while swinging her arms a lot. I will say when they what when I saw what they translated as jogging, I was like, I was like oh, that's not jogging. That's think just jogging is that's, that's power walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's walking quickly, which hey, I'm not here to knock walking quickly. It can be very strenuous. Oh yeah. Well, and I'm not going to jog. So <laughs> right, never. I would much rather walk quickly than jog. Never ever. Yeah. And this is probably okay for, oh gosh. I mean, it's older, older teens. I would kind of say older teens. Some of the stuff, so it seems really innocuous, but if you're a parent, you would probably want to watch to the end to see if it was okay for your child to watch it. Because there's some stuff that happens towards the end that I think would be disturbing for younger teens. Uh, Yes, and also there are themes uh, of sex work and... Self-harm. Self-harm, yes. Self-harm and sex work. So with that, we'll talk about spoilers after the interval. And this movie has a lot of spoilers. <laughs> it does. I mean, so this is a movie that's so hard to tell people, like, you should see this movie because the it sounds so boring when you're like, well, it's yeah. a movie about four different love stories in a small town. <gasps> Twist. It was the same guy. And also, he was dead the whole time. <laughs> Just kidding. Just the first one is true. <laughs> yes. So, it is the same man the whole time. Yeah. And as a result, it means that three of the love stories end tragically. Yeah. Increasingly tragically. Oh, my gosh. I will say. Yeah. And to the point where you understand when he's talking at the end where she's like, didn't, weren't you ever in love? Like, why didn't you get married? And he's like, well... I it just never happened you know I was in love three times he kind of runs through the stories and that's when you yeah. realize that it was all the same person mm-hmm. but what is amazing about hearing him 
remember those moments in his life is that he doesn't sound angry or resentful or bitter about what happened. Mm-mm. He's very accepting of the fact that these are things that happened and they were tragic, but you have to move on from that. You can't let it dominate your life. Yeah, which is true. At least two of those things, well, three things that happened to him. I mean, if my fiance was murdered, I I would put me <laughs> off romance too. I know. Especially when it's the third romance you had that's fallen through. Not to victim blame, but the way that she reacted is not the way you should react when a bunch of ruffians approach you on the street at night looking for a fight. Well, especially when they start talking about, like, why is a Muslim woman working as a prostitute? Probably your first answer shouldn't be, like, who are you to talk to me? Yeah, and then you shove him. Right. Um, Yeah, Why why didn't she say... Well, I'm quitting. I'm getting married tomorrow. Yeah. I've repented. Yeah. I'm turning my life around. Just so you know, if you're in that situation, sometimes being honest is not as important as getting through the day. Right? Never hurts to try. And I find it very hard to believe that... I think they probably would have liked it if she had been like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I am going to repent. Uh, yeah, totally. And I, I just find it hard to believe that someone who is supposed to be as street smart as she is and raised the way she was would have gone through yeah. that scenario the way she did. She was quite sassy, though. She really and was. And very strong-willed. She was. <laughs> and as soon as they were like, we're hiring a prostitute, I was like, oh, it's her. It's the same woman. Yeah. But he was so sweet. Yeah, I mean, he was like the was. one person that was like, oh, no, that's for after the marriage. <laughs> I know. He's like not going to sleep with her. And I love that that was what won her over, was the fact that he was treating her like, he, yes, he was shocked when he found out that she was the prostitute. Yeah. But you can very clearly see that the reason she fell in love with him is because it's the first time anyone's treated her like she was an actual human being. Yeah. And not just an object to be used. Exactly. And, of course, like, she was smart not to trust it at first also. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who just want to save people. Yeah. And then after that happens, they're not really that interested Um, Well, or they haven't fully accepted the reality of what they would be doing if they made a commitment to someone who had lived as a prostitute. Absolutely. It's easy to say in the beginning, like, oh, I I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. But, like, if you're having to think about that for, like, the rest of your life, that she used to be a prostitute. It might have been true. In the neighborhood where you're going to be living for the rest of your life. I know. Oh, man, that's true. But... I also liked that even though it seemed like she wasn't going to make any concessions, she was like, you have to drive me to my street corner. I know. At night, which, oh my gosh, just is awful. But then when you see, when you think you're like, man, she's awful. She's not making any concessions. And then she's like turning down customers. She doesn't tell him that. But yeah. You're like, oh, okay, so she does care. Like she is invested yeah. in this. Exactly. I was trying to guess the whole time who was going to commit suicide. Because of the, of the self-harm warning yeah. on Netflix. That uh, was so tragic. The father's I know. death. Really horrible. And you really <laughs> felt his pain, I have to say. I mean, it was the the dumb kid reacting on his failed romance without thinking about what it would do to him. Mm-hmm. And I do really wish there had been at some point where you kind of felt like like what the what he thought as a grown man about what he'd done and what that that had led his father to do. I know. Yeah, that would really... That would not be great. I mean, that's a tough thing to live with. Yeah, it is. 
But and I have to say, they they set it up in a way where, you know, sometimes suicides happen and you're like, wow, really? But I, I feel like this was set up in such a way where he, there was so much writing on this that you can understand why he made the decision he did. He, you know, even if you don't agree with it, you can understand why he right. did it. Exactly. It felt very believable. Yeah. And he doesn't even judge the woman who married another man. No. Because of her father, you know, her father, like, threatened to commit suicide and, you know. <laughs> Which, like, okay, I don't know. Maybe he really would have. Most people who threaten to commit suicide are especially like, fathers in those scenarios are not actually going to do it. Well, and especially, she said that he, like, actually started to get the rope and, and tie it. But I'm like, I don't know if he would have actually done it. That kind of dramatics right. makes me think even less that he actually was going yeah. to do it. But, but I understand, you know, you're clearly set up with this thing of, like, she made this decision right. out of love for her father. Right. Um, even, or at least out of fear. Well, she cared whether her father was alive or dead. Yeah. If she hadn't cared, she could have just run off and married Joseph, and that would have been the end of it. Yeah. But, yeah, he doesn't seem to resent. I mean, he's just, like, no, he's just there's that, that maturity. Right, he's sad that it happened, but that level of maturity he shows when he's older. Yeah. Um, I think it's just, like, such a healthy way to show someone. These days, I feel like we have so many characters where they're so wounded by things that have happened to them in the past that they are incapable of getting beyond it. And that's shown as the norm. That's shown yeah. as, like, if you've had a trauma, like, of course you <clears throat> don't get over it. Of no, course it's, it's wounded. No, it's fine to be angry at the world and take it out on everyone and make your own life miserable mm -hmm. just because you're refusing to get over it to show, you know, someone else. Yeah. So to have a character who has had not just one, but, like, several bad things. I mean, the thing with the girl leaving in school, that was not that big of a deal. No, but it led but to the, the, the suicide, suicide of his father. Yeah, the, which he caused. The mm. woman that he was going to get married, getting married right out from under him. And then the woman, the other woman he was going to get married, being murdered in an honor killing. He doesn't even ever find out how or why she was killed. Mm -mm. No, and quite frankly, no one was probably interested in investigating it because it was just a prostitute. No, they said they weren't. They yeah. were like, they were like, it doesn't matter. She's dead. Like, she's a, she was a hooker. Bury right. her, like, just chuck her in the ground. Oh, that's right. I forgot. They had to the bury police, the body like, straight up themselves. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because no one was going to give her funeral rights. Yeah. To have all of those things happen and to be in a place, and you feel like part of that has to be because of the relationship he has with his friends. When you re when you watch it, knowing that it's all the same person, definitely, it's a lot easier to be like, oh, that's his friend in every mm -hmm. single case. And he's had these friends for his entire life. I know, and he, he had a real support system, and they really love him. Yeah. Which is why when everyone's like, we think you're gay and also misbehaving <laughs> with young boys... <laughs> They're like, hang on. That scene was hilarious. I know. I loved that scene. <laughs> when the child's people being like, you need to get married because yeah. we're not having this. Because uh, there's not another way to prove that you're not a sex pest. Yeah, basically. I mean, solid logic. Who can argue with that? You can't. Impossible. You can't be that and also married. It's impossible. <laughs> well known fact. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you feel like it was partially the his friend, the support he had from his friends... Um, partially his own good attitude about things mm -hmm. and the fact that he didn't internalize things to the point where he was never able to get over them. Yeah. He was able to let things go and be like, these things happen sometimes and they're not good, but you can't change them. Yeah. 
Exactly. So I really loved just having that as the model of, like, he's, like, the least angsty character I've ever seen. He really is. And I mean, for three of the stories, he's just willing to fall in love against all odds. (laughs) Yeah. And it felt, it still managed to feel, feel realistic because... Of the people that were playing these, yeah, this guy at different stages. Having non-actors portray this meant that you never felt like they were just, like, flat and not doing anything. Or not having human reactions. Yeah. And at the end, he, <laughs> he says, finally okay, gets the ending. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go for it. And, uh... I love watching the two of them try and get Stinker oh, out of the so house. Funny. And run away. I mean, that's, like, one of the funniest things to me. It is, is trying to get, like... Watching these two out-of-shape out older people. Yes. Trying to escape from a second-floor building and then run away from her brother, who's trying to, like, forcibly prevent her from getting and married. And she's like, oh, no, I have to sit down. And he's like, no, they are right behind and us. And he's, like, also kind of, like, panting a bit. Right. He's like, no, we can't stop. And then the whole village comes to his rescue. Yes, which is also so sweet because it's the benefit of him being a good, likable person and the fact that they want him to get married because, you know. Yeah. Probably gay. So need to to fix that. Yeah. This will turn you around. Exactly. Yeah, so so you really do feel the the happy ending when you've seen three sad endings before that. Seriously. I also think it's funny that he, in the end, so, so he starts off Hindu, obviously, and then he converts to a Christian. Mm-hmm. And then he does not convert to Islam. He's just... But he's going to... He, he'll go along and live. Yeah. He'll live, live the Muslim way. Right. At that point, he's he's already an atheist. And then yeah. the last story, he just describes himself as humanist. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was really interesting was he... He seems to have... I thought it was interesting him talking about, like, because of all the help he's received from people mm-hmm. he believes in the goodness of people ignoring any argument for or against god his thing about people being a source of goodness i think is so interesting that he managed to hold on to that attitude yes. when so many people had wronged him over his life yeah so many people yeah exactly but he always focused on the positive of his friends that helped him of his neighbors that accepted mm-hmm. him and i think that's a huge part of how he was able to live the way he did. Yeah. You you would have to yeah. hold on to the goodness. and Because imagine being grateful for the lowest possible office job. Yeah. When you're middle-aged. And being grateful that your friend got you that job. But he was, because he was just willing to look at the bright yeah. side of things. That's what you have to do. So anyway, I strongly recommend this movie. I love it so much. And I think that it's a movie that you would not be able to remake very successfully. Because I think a lot of the charm is in the setting, in the actors, in all of these elements that I think would be impossible to recreate. I totally agree. So you should definitely check it out. Although they are remaking it in They They remade it in Tamil. Which is funny because some people, I think, criticized the fact that the actors were actual actors and the the change in setting. So I think those two yeah. things actually didn't translate as well. I bet. Yeah. But it doesn't need to get remade. Well, especially for us. We're used to reading subtitles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. 
And they definitely wouldn't be able to remake it in English. No. One of the things I thought was really interesting about this movie was that they were able to make it. I mean, if you think about that movie getting made in America, there's no way you wouldn't know that it was set in four different time periods. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and that's why it needs to be a small village where fashions and traditions and things like that. Right, don't change quickly. That's a really good point. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you'd never be able to make that in America. No. Or if you did, you would have to set it at like in, like, the 1800s, you know? <laughs> like, you wouldn't be able to, to set it in current day. Yeah. So, the next movie that we are watching is Kumbalangi Nights, which is available for rent in, you know, most places. Amazon, Google, YouTube, all those things. Good. And this is a Malayalam movie about four brothers who live in a small town um, they have a bit of a fractious relationship, shall we say. Mm-hmm. But they live in a small town that's becoming an ecotourism town. So it's beautifully shot. The setting is beautiful oh, nice. and kind of like a jungly area. That's a movie that I found a little confusing at the beginning to keep track of like who the brothers were and how mm-hmm. they like who were the brothers and how they were related and all those things. But if you just stick with it, eventually it will all click into place and you'll be able to follow along. So it's just a movie to be patient with. And uh, also keep an eye out for my favorite Malayalam actor, Fahad Fazil. Oh, he's not. I'm seeing him. Yeah, he's not one of the four brothers. So, but he's in it. So, we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.